Texas. Uh, my name is Boone, and I'm Levi. All right, we're gonna start here, man, Levi. Yeah. We're uh, still we're a week and one day removed from the election, right? Yes. That's if we're not. I was thinking earlier we were two yeah. weeks. I was like, no, dude, right. no. smoke way too much. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, so we're we're one week removed from the election, and uh, you know, really, so all the major media has called, and by major media, all the main networks in America have called the election pretty much for Joe Biden. Right. But technically, by the standards. Yeah, uh, there's other process. Yeah, yeah, technically it has yeah. not been called, only by the media. So you have more of a divide, really, in that sense. And oh, yeah. again, really fueled by the media, in a sense. Again, I think oh, in some it's ways, completely. I mean, they're talking opinion, about it. They but, are talking about it like he's already the president. Like he should be sleeping yeah, in the White House yeah, tonight. Yeah. Both sides, I mean, by the way. Both yeah. media, Fox oh, News, Fox, everybody. Yeah, Fox is com- yeah, yeah, totally agree. Absolutely. I think I think with an election like this, um, just for. Before we get into the questions, just since we're, uh, is like, you've got to let it play out here. You know, like, this is, no matter what, this is going to be a contested election. Oh, yeah. Okay? No matter what. Like, let this process play out no matter what side you're on. No one should be jumping to any conclusions early because a lot of states still have votes coming in. There's, it was, remember, there was mail in voting coming in from how long ago. And Mm -hmm. not to mention, there are claims of, fraudulent things being done whether or not that's true or not you have to let that play out if those claims come up whether those claims are fraudulent you have to let it play out that's our due process of law that has to be done right and i don't know why you know when you yeah when you see the mainstream media saying you know we don't need to look into it anyone who tries to look into it, you know you're just a conspiracy theorist if you if you talk about it don't talk about it it's like why would you be why would you do that why would you be gaslighting joe biden you know, gaslighting for Joe Biden so hard, saying he's, you know, he's pretty much, techn- he's already the president, if you ask them, you know. Uh, but then at the same time saying, no, you know, no, nobody needs to look into this. No, you know, n- nothing to see here. If you, you know, th- this is just a bunch of conspiracy theorists. You should, you know, you would think that the mainstream media would welcome the idea of investigating. You'd think they'd be Let's like, go ahead. Orange. Let's yeah. finish the orange man yeah, off. Yeah, for real. Nail you know, the you, coffin. You, 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 would, you would think that's what they would want. But instead, you know, I, I really, for, I, I say that I, I hate that people call him the orange man. The you orange know what man. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I know. I think he, I think that was just like a one time he kind of did like a really bad spray on yeah, tan or yeah, something. Yeah, and it yeah, was yeah. just really a couple noticeable. of times maybe, but yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe more than once. But it, I, I won't, I won't be <laughs> off track though. Right. But no, I hear what you're saying though. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You, the, the Democrats, uh, someone who doesn't like Donald Trump or, uh, the orange man. Uh, uh, they should uh, they should allow this to play out because really this is a great way to prove everything that you want to right. to as well, yeah. both sides, right? And yeah. and that's why we're supposed to. But uh, I don't think that's the way it's going to be if if it does end up being like Donald Trump. You know, I think there's going to be a lot of chaos. Oh, yeah. uh, it really either way, either way, either way, right? Either way, and and I'm going to say this, and I can say this too, and I said and before. A couple of minutes ago, I said that either way there was going to be chaos. Right. And I wanted to clarify this because this right here shows – this is just one instance. There's a lot. But NBC News – this is on NBC News yep. from April 26, 2020. Hillary Clinton says, quote, Joe Biden should not concede under any circumstances because I think this is, not, this is going to drag out. Eventually, I do believe he will win if we don't give an inch. And if we are as focused and relentless as the other side is, okay, that was uh, NBC, 
In April. In April. In, no, in August. I'm oh, sorry. August. August 26, 2020. And that was Hillary Clinton's direct quote that they had on their website. And you can find it on, on their website. Okay, so wow. either way, either way, this was going to be a contested election. Yep. Let it play out. People have got to let it play out. But this is exactly why uh, I feel like that it, it just, it doesn't matter. Whoever wins, if, if Joe Biden continues to go on and they recount the votes, there's still going to be people say, well, still, still though, I know that there was fraud, but okay, they just didn't prove it, but okay. Yeah. And then and then if Trump, if, if it reverses and Trump wins somehow, we know what's going to happen. Oh, then it's yeah. going to be really chaotic, you yeah. know, for sure, even more so. Yep. But either way, it's going to be chaotic, so... Uh, real quick, who do you think who do you think is going to win? I logically, I think Joe Biden is going to win. For, you know, I I think I feel like there's a feeling in my gut, like maybe we're in the eye of some storm right now, and something really, you know, it's about to get really crazy. I've uh, but I think that it would almost take heavenly intervention at this point for for Trump to to turn it around and, and yeah. pull it off at this point. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I totally agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and who loses? I put that question mark there because I wanted to reference that who loses right now are people who have lost their jobs, who have uh, been locked down for a month or more around the world, uh, and who are still listening to people that call themselves leaders that are sitting here bickering back and forth. And the media people who, and I, I refer to people in the media, people right. in politics large corporation owners and things for bickering and starting this and 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 c- continuing this on and fanning these flames really because it's yeah. disgusting because you know what the the people really lose in the long run and we're in the 21st century we can put a rover on mars and go take pictures of pluto close <laughs> up and we can't and we can't get an election right right are you kidding me yeah so with that being said levi do elections ever work properly in this country again? I mean, is that is this system either way? What is next four years? Do we even have a vote? I mean, is it? I mean, does it? I don't know. You know, I mean, really, when you think about this and how how polarized everything has become and how just, you know, think about the, how anxious or uh, yeah, I guess you could say uh, tense this election was. You know, how many more elections like this? Can we can we really go through you know as a country, especially as polarized as we've become? And a lot of people, I guess, are probably of the opinion that well, once Donald Trump, you know, he was that wrench that got thrown into the system. Once he's out of there, everything will go back to the status quo, and we'll go back to normal. You know what we what you know normal quote unquote. You know, yeah. Uh, and uh, and that life will go on. But I think that uh, I think that the the scars we've left on the country in the past few years, they're, they're, uh, they're not gonna, they're not gonna heal up that quickly. You know, I think that from both Joe, sides, yeah, from, from both sides, sides, really, I mean, Biden coming out, <clears throat> excuse me. And, uh, you know, he wants to, now that they want to talk about unity and, and healing and, you know, and I, uh, you know, I, I see I, a lot I appreciate of, the sentiment. You know, I do appreciate the sentiment. He should have been saying it four years ago in preparation for this right. moment. You know, I mean. You, it would have sounded much more genuine had he said it four years ago. Let's do yeah. unity. Let's see what happens with Trump. No matter what, he's our president. And then yeah. when he's running today and he wins today but and that beats wasn't, Trump. But that wasn't they, what happened. You know, they, they, they gave nothing but hell for four years. Very, very know? tough. And very then, tough to have know, respect the, for that. Yeah, I agree. You know, I totally agree. Uh, but uh, but yeah, no. As far as future elections go, you know, I mean, 
if we go back, if next year's election is Joe Biden, or not, not, not next year, but if the election in 2024 is Joe Biden versus Mitt Romney, then I think it will be a perfectly smooth election. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, yeah. Because, yeah. because, like I was, we were talking low earlier. turnout, low right. turnout. Yeah, like we were talking Fat earlier. Burnout. <laughs> going back with Joe Biden, you're just go, you're just going back to the status quo. You're just going back to the establishment. That's why you had past Republicans like uh, George Bush and Mitt Romney come out so strongly for. For Joe Biden, because yeah. they're really, you know, they're they're just the status quo Republicans and Democrats. They're just the two sides of the same coin. At this point, I really don't see why those moderate Republicans and Democrats, like like Joe Biden and and uh, Mitt Romney, you know, why, why they don't just come together. I mean, really, why why are you even trying to pretend like you're different at this point? You're obviously not. You're di- you're different in name alone. Yeah. You know, you you're those two groups. The moderate Republicans and Democrats, they probably get along better than anybody else in the, any other two groups in this country <laughs> yeah. do at this point. Yeah. You know? Uh, but, but so yeah. they should form their own They, they really should, should form their own party together. I don't, I don't together, see why they saying. don't. Yeah. Just form the moderate party. Just call yourself the moderate party, you know, because that's what you are. And then everybody else well, gets here's, to be the here, radicals. Here's, here's, <laughs> here is one thing I, I truly believe that could be... A, there's always wild cards that come out that we cannot... Right, we cannot see coming. Yep. But there are other parties in this country, and I don't just mean. I mean, there's Libertarian, there's Green Party, there's other, there's others, there's other parties that are a little bit formulated and have some type of base behind them. Right. All they're missing is that candidate, you know, yes. really to stir this up again. Oh yeah. Because the door's been open. Let's make that perfectly clear. The Iron Curtain has been pulled back from both sides. Right. Okay. So so, so you do have that opportunity. From that platform to unify people on common sense thinking, right. like like going back to common sense, some common sense, basic thinking of how this country was kind of every man, woman's created equal. Everyone gets the you know pursuit of life, liberty, happiness. What you know, yeah. that's that's our foundation, okay? Right. And then let's you know we have these elected officials. Pay attention to your communities. You know, rebuild from that. I mean, if you have that type of message. You know, legalized weed. I don't know yeah. if that came in there, but uh, <laughs> on all on all on all states. Uh, right. Just kidding. But no, no, really though. You know, community. It, you know, if your community lives in a community where that doesn't matter, that's fine. Right. And and it should be up to the communities. And you yeah. know, I think no, that I that agree. that really is a good thing. And you know, that could be a wild card that gets thrown in this, and very possibly a way that this gets resolved. But this kind of leads into our next segment. And I think <clears> we can go into this. Well, uh, uh, wait, wait, yeah, go ahead. Go well, ahead. I was just gonna ask. Before uh, before we move on, I was going to ask you, who do you think will be the Republican nominee of uh, or candidate? I mean, the Republican candidate in twenty twenty four. Wow. Do you think Trump will do it again? You think he'll come? No, back No, I for don't. A- Someone actually said they said I cannot believe Donald Trump is getting prepared for another reelection. People close in his office say that Donald Trump is getting prepared for another election run in twenty twenty four, and they yeah. said, wait, Donald Trump or Junior? Yeah, <laughs> I said. Well, yeah. that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Maybe I don't think he could get. I think that what I think that this war, Donald Trump and his position in this country, has maybe already been established. Especially if he does lose this election, I think he's seventy-two years old. I right. mean, he'll be seventy-six, and and hey, but, Joe Biden's seventy-six. I know. Right I, I totally understand. <laughs> yeah. I totally understand, and we'll see what happens. And I think he did. Yeah. He does excite a lot of people for what he's done, and I think yeah. then at the same time, a lot of people hate him, but. Whatever the case may be, I think what we can all agree on 
is he has really helped pull back the Iron Curtain to our system. And he has shown how inconsistent and unreliable a lot of these institutions have become. And that we really need to address this. Like now, really like it's hope. something that has to be addressed. Yeah. Whether it's no, Congress or I, people and communities. I mean, this it's so, you know, if he does, if, you know, if the courts end out, end up throwing out all the, uh, all of the evidence that he tries to, that, you know, his campaign tries to bring to the table for the fraud and everything. And the, and, and it becomes certain that Joe Biden will be the next president. I, I really hope that he just spends the next 60 days just not pulling any punches and just like you know what you're gonna get me out of here fine you know i'm gonna i'm gonna open all the hatches i'm gonna let out all of pandora's boxes you know i think very possibly I mean, he, he should he, he pardon might. i think he should very quite possibly pardon edward snowden oh i would yes i i really I, think, I, he, I should think do he, that. he might do that you know he might do it why yeah. why not why yeah. wouldn't he yeah. Well, he, we'll see how enough, real. We'll see how real he is. Canon. Yeah. We'll see, really, yeah, yeah. If it becomes set in his mind that yeah, I'm definitely not going to be here in a couple of you know in a couple of weeks. Who knows what he could slam out in the last 50, yeah. 60 days of his yeah. presidency? Yep. Yep. And I don't know. I don't know how it will go. And and uh, I definitely. It's hard to predict, but to answer your question, and then we'll go on to the next, because oh, I don't yeah. want people to think I don't answer the question, because it's easy. Yeah. I, I don't mind answering the question. I just <laughs> get ranting, you know? But uh, I think that what what will probably happen, if thing, if no wild card comes in, right, right. is it's going to be someone that's very hard right, like yeah. maybe Ted Cruz or someone like that, very possibly. Yeah, I, I think it's Rand Cruz. Paul, possibly. I would love it if um, Rand Paul ran. Be, because, but here's here's why. Because yeah. you ignite that Tea Party, yes. that hardcore libertarian Tea Party, mm-hmm. even the hard right kind of starts to fall into right. it because it becomes yeah. more of a active yeah. movement. Remember, the Tea Party was a very active movement. Yes, between the know? libertarians and the right. Yeah, so... But I, I don't. Think, I I don't hope for that in some ways because I don't really want to catch myself hoping for really anything. What I hope is that people get involved in their communities. I know I keep saying this, but dude, it's like right. if you like I think about people in Portland, okay, and I know Portland is not in in a, in a good way. Some people there might say it's in a great way, right? And we might all be sitting there saying it's not in a good way, and some people there might say it's in a horrible way. Right. But whatever the case may be, I wish them the best. But I know that the policies that we enact here in Texas don't work up in Portland, and the policies right. they enact up in Portland don't work with people in Texas, in rural Texas. I know that for a fact. So we have to have a difference in the way that we – and w- what does it even really matter at the end of the day what the federal government's doing? But the things that matter right. the most is like don't go start wars and bomb people in our name for no reason and spend money on doing that stuff. There's no reason to go do that. That matters, yeah. you know, uh, and – you know who's gonna? I think that those are things that are gonna matter uh, no matter yeah. what. Yeah. Really, you know, yeah. to people, and they matter to me. Uh, you know, COVID might have really mattered in this election. I think to people who love Trump, I think it didn't matter. But I think to a lot of people, they felt like he was, hes just insincere. Right. You know. Yeah. And, but I, I do want to say one more thing too about this because I was thinking about this: why people don't like Donald Trump so much. I personally, like as a person, what I wanted to just sit there and hang out with Donald Trump all day. Yeah, not, probably not, not probably not really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but no, no offense against him. I think that he can probably belittle people sometimes, and that probably has really worked against him. Right. But I definitely don't think he's a liar. As a matter of fact, I think the opposite. I don't think you can really call him a liar. 
I think the reason people don't like him is because he's honestly says what's on his mind a little too much for someone in that position. Right. Like if he's the guy in The Apprentice, dude, you can go after people on Twitter and yeah. attack Rosie O'Donnell all you want, <laughs> right. dude. But when you become the president, but at the same time, yeah. I think the North Korea thing, I, I would be reluctant to say that his friendship with North Korea boggles my mind. Yeah. And uh, I think that really they should, people in, that come in the administration next, should ask him how that happened. And really, tr- because we're, dude, why not be after some peace in this world, man? If you want to call the guy a bigot and a racist and all this, look, you Syria, what happened to Syria? Yeah. Kind of went away, didn't it? Yeah. North Korea, became yeah. friends with North Korea. Right? I mean... No, come real. on! Oh now, yeah, and you with, know? Yeah, with Joe Biden, and and to go wow. right now, and we are in the middle of a civil crisis in this country. You can absolutely say that. I think that could be pretty oh, much yeah. agreed yeah, upon. I think that's fair. okay. We have no business being anywhere. Yeah. Really. No, at this really, point. Yeah. Really. Right. That. I mean, I think that is. I'm sorry. Unless we're investing somewhere and doing business and helping someone out in a way, I don't think there's any reason to be off telling someone what democracy looks like. Yeah. You know, and and, yep. and again, I totally agree for people who say, well, you know what? There's always been voter fraud, so we're going to bring it out this year. You're right. There probably yeah. has. Oh, yeah. Every single rigged election. The, rigged elections, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. But and so, but and, and this kind of ties into segment two is that Trump did kind of bring out a hard base of people. And honestly, in some places, again, just honestly, he got more Latino votes, more black votes. I mean, if that stuff matters, mm, yep. if numbers matter, than any other Republican candidate ever has. Yep. And so, you know, respect to him. So he did kind of drive a, a movement. And, and I wanted to know what you think the difference between a cultural movement and a political movement are. And, you know, are, is there a difference there between a movement that really comes culturally or a movement that's like, okay, should I be leery of getting involved in this? You know, this right. is something I jump onto or are we being watched here? Yeah. You know? Right. Well, I think that they can't, are they two different things? You know, kind of yes and no, you know? Uh, I think that usually... Like a cultural movement, I guess you could say, is more like kind of like a grassroots movement. Exactly. You know, something right. that really yeah. comes from that, you know, that the people really get behind. Whereas a political movement is usually something people jump on a bandwagon on, where they, you know, they see that, oh, okay, you know, this is winning, or this is a popular opinion, so I'm going to jump on this bandwagon. That's more of your political movements, you know. Uh, cultural, you know, and Trump, I. Trump was definitely a grassroots dude when it came to, uh, like, rural America. Oh, there's, no, there's absolutely no question who won rural America. Trump did by, by an absolute landslide. I can guarantee yeah. you that, yeah. you know. Uh, and I think that's because, really, you know, the people who live in rural America, they see, they see their, their heritage and their culture, their culture, you know, that traditional American, you know, white, you know, let's just say it, the traditional white American <laughs> culture, you know. And uh, and I think that that, that that probably does disgruntle a lot of people, and that's probably why that a lot of them probably jumped behind that bandwagon of Trump is because Trump kind of put himself out there as the champion yeah. of that kind of yep. people, you yeah, know. Yeah, you're right, you're right. And, uh, 
and that's an example I think of a of a truly cultural movement. You know, yeah. Uh, now was it a successful one? I don't. You know, uh, so thus far it's looking like no. You know, it probably is going to be more of a reactionary. It was movement. large enough to get him in the White House, and it in, was large enough to get him in the White House at first. Yes, but I mean, let's let's be honest. If Trump loses, he will be the first single-term president in my lifetime. Absolutely, yeah. Well, I I mean, I guess when I was born, it was Bush Sr. was in office, and he was a single-term president. So I guess that's not true. But, uh, but, you know, he he will be the first single-term president since Bush Sr. Mm -hmm. And that's that's notable. I mean, that's that's really notable because, you know, that, that shows that, yes, there was a cultural movement from the right that got Trump in office, but there was obviously a stronger reactionary cultural movement from the left that got him right back out. Yeah. You know? Uh, so, you know, I, I really do think that we're in a culture war right now. And I think that that's, that's such a uh, wrung out statement, you know, culture. I've heard that my whole life. We're, it's a culture war. We're in a culture war. Yeah. And maybe... There's separate maybe, cultures living maybe, amongst each other yeah, in this country. Exactly. That's what this country is. Right, you know. <laughs> And that's really, that comes down to the big question, you know, and it's a question I was going to ask you, you know, is that, uh, uh, you know, because obviously if everything was like what we, what me and you want, where it's live and let live, you know, you, you know, life, liberty, property, so you know, hard and take care what, of each yeah, other, take you know? care of yourself, have your own beliefs, just don't aggress against anybody else's life, liberty or property and you'll be fine, you know, but Unfortunately, that's not the that that's just not the world we live in. <laughs> yeah. You know, so in the world we live in, which is run by governments, which is run by collectivism, and uh, you know, is it, and that that's the grand American experiment. You know, and is the experiment working? You know, have is this proving that a nation really does kind of need a culture? And I, and really, if you look at any other nation on the planet, there's they, they have a, a culture, you know, that you can really think of when you, when you, when you think about that. Yeah, country, no, you know? I totally understand. Uh, what you're when, when people think about American culture, yeah. what are they thinking about? The McDonald's sign. Well, I think what, what you mean, the, I mean people from the outside looking in. I think that that's you know, a, they probably look at it. That that varies probably mightily yeah, right. depending on what part of the world you look at. Yeah. <laughs> you're talking about, but yeah. but I do think that. You probably do to some extent, but I think this can work. I really, I, I still, honestly, I'm an optimist, and people probably hate me for it in some ways, but I, <laughs> I truly believe that this really still can work. But right. we need to go back and look at the very foundation of what our country is, and ask ourselves if that works. Yeah. And do does everyone? Do we all think that everyone should have the right to their life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, that all men are created equal? That, right. you know, regardless of our history, yes, people that wrote that were, you know, had slaves, yeah. right? A right. lot of them that participated in that. But that doesn't mean that they didn't write something that set the standard for what we could have today. Mm-hmm. And uh, for sure. I mean, right. tyrants, what are we going to do? Go listen to tyrants? Look at what the outcome's been there. Jeez. Yep. You know, Ron Paul has always said something. He says, liberty is a young idea. Oh, yeah. And I really like to believe that. I, I It's like a baby in form. Uh, like... People in progressive states that want that think that taxes are the way and that they could tax and that it works and it does work for them and they live that way. Right. I've lived in a states like that actually. You know, yeah. and I was honestly I was raised in, in a white community and I actually 
Hispanic, primarily Hispanic white community in, in right. south to central Texas. You know, so I'm coming from a conservative viewpoint in that regard, rural right. Texas. Yeah. But at the same time, I've lived in cities and I've moved to states that were progressive. I lived in Santa Fe, New Mexico for a good amount of time. Right. Okay. I mean, we protested in the streets, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I have been around a little bit. Right. But it works for them. It really does. And right. for the people who live there that are conservative, they complain about it, but they, they it, it, that's fine. Right. It can work. Right. But when Man, people, when uh, what is the responsibility of the federal yeah. government, truly? Right. It shouldn't be a list of that many things. And, and the smaller that list gets, the easier it's going to be for us all to agree on what that is. Right. And then our states and our local governments can take care of what they need to take care of, which means we yeah. can actually participate in what's being, ha- it's what's happening in our governments. Right. You know, and if really, if Colorado does things way differently than Texas, nothing wrong with that right you know I, no absolutely that's federalism yeah. that's federalism that's also part of our country's grand experiment is federalism you know uh one thing though i would say about that is that uh you know like we say what they do and you know we compare colorado to texas but uh i mean let's take a look at texas's election results this year you know you got i mean trump only won by 52.2 percent you know, or he didn't win by that much, but that's what he got, 52.2%. Texas is very, uh, could very well be on the verge of flipping blue. And uh, it, it tips right back into what we've talked about probably two or three times on the show already, and that is rural versus urban. And uh, I think that that might be a real big kink, kind of, in the uh, idea of modern-day federalism. Because federalism was set up in the 1700s, when there were when, actual lines. When yeah. there were lines. Yeah. When, when the lines were not rural versus urban, they were much more regional yes. than they are today. Today, the lines are no longer regional. They're rural, you know, they're rural and urban. They're all over the place, you know? Uh, well, you could, but, but you that also that could have, like, like, between, because we are a, a United States. Right. It's not like you really are moving countries. So, I mean, if people want to, like... If people are like, I'm living in this state that's always red. I don't want to live here anymore. I want to live somewhere else. I want to move. I think what you would see are larger cities maybe get, you know, people might move out of Republican state cities into into state into into, into yeah. larger cities that are already right. the state is already quite blue or something. And you yeah. might see that. And maybe there's ways that you have to go about. Maybe it's a little bit harder to get into states now because right. you are crossing. You know, no, you I are. Mean, it, no, it's a hard. It's I a, think you know that would. I think it would be amazing if people did what you were just talking about. If yeah. everybody just picked a section of the country where all right, we're all gonna go. We all. Unfortunately, think there are people in the world that always want control, man. Right. Too. And remember, right. there are mega corporations yeah. that have stake yeah. in this, that have stake in our boundaries here, that have stake in what goes on with the federal government. What I'm saying is a dream of mine in the way that right. I'm seeing yeah, that I wish our, it would be. This is heads. completely hypothetical. For me, and, and this, I mean, maybe I wish it could be. I'm sure there's holes in that, too. There's right. no perfect, for sure. Uh, but really, I mean, yeah, I mean, do I really think that it needs one culture? I mean, if you're going to say that, then we then you have to talk about that states have to just become their own countries or we have to reform regions because right. that's not how we are. And well, if we're going to move forward, we do have to have some type of a, of a base 
a baseline. At least, it, right. look, an well, idea can unify people. Maybe right. One I, a know, good idea. Yeah, well, and that's what you were just saying. A country has to have a you know a baseline, and you know when it's set up along cultural lines, when people have a common goal. Maybe not not necessarily individual goals, because we're all individuals. You know, the the world is made up of billions of individuals. You know, uh, but when countries have a common cultural goals, you know, uh, common cultural dreams. I think it really <clears throat> helps in there uh, how smoothly things go. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. No, you're right. But uh, but you know, you're right. I think that we can. I think that the the American experiment absolutely can work. And the way we have to make it work is we have to emphasize back on federalism and the idea that of of local. What you were just talking about, local governments really have got to have really got to start playing more into people's minds. You know, I think they're the most ignored governments without a doubt. And, but at the same time, they're, they're probably the ones, that, well, not probably, they are the ones, <laughs> they are the governments that affect us the most. Yeah. And that's our local governments. Yeah. You know, uh, and governments just have to get back down to that regional sense or local sense, you know, uh, that localities know what's best for themselves. And we're going to have to get back to some sort of system like that when we have become so polarized among urban and rural lines where the traditional system of American federalism can no longer work of just states. The state of Texas is no, you know, the state of Texas is damn near split right down the middle. You know, there is no more. What do you do? When your states, I mean, Texas could technically split into like four or five states. I think that's actually an option that Texas could do. Uh, but uh, that's not good for anybody. That's not good yeah. for anybody. And you know who who wants to do that? Who wants yeah, to break up man. Texas? You know, but uh, <laughs> but you know, yeah, no, it really is kind of come to a point where it's like, where do we go from here? You yeah, know? no, I I, uh, I agree. You know, I mean, yeah. you have to people. Well, it's a reasonable question. Everyone sees what's going on. There's an elephant in the room. You know, you have to address it. It has to be addressed. No matter what your walk of life is, you know, we owe it to ourselves and we owe it to our country and we owe it to what we're doing in the process to to definitely at least speak about it and and to be reasonable with one another. You know, I mean, and what's going on. And really, again, to me, what happens with Joe Biden and Donald Trump, like at this point, I mean... It really is kind of irrelevant, but I mean, it's kind of this kind of has been sinking for longer than Donald Trump, and you know, I mean, we've been oh, in a lot yeah, of debt yeah, for a long yeah, time. Yeah, we've been absolutely. in civil com- com- or conflicts um, uh, overseas, uh, you right. know, foreign conflicts for a long time, and they've kind of been, you know, we've kind of lost the spirit in some ways. There's been a lot of, you know, just events and things that have come along that have been. Yeah just put chinks in the armor of the old institutions of this country. Yep. And, and I, and I, I, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I will say this, all that I've tried, anytime I've traveled around this country and I've driven across the country a few times in my life, I'm not some freaking hardcore traveler, but I've been around a little bit and I'm a little traveled and I love it. I love going around. You know what I love about it? I love going to places where the landscape is different than where I come from right. and where the people are different than where I come from and they practice different beliefs and they have different ways of life. That's why I like it. Yep. I don't like everyone being like me. Right. 
I don't want everyone to be like me and who do, really does. Yeah. I, you no, know, that, that's exactly what we enjoy about it. Yep. And if we're going to keep that, we should keep that in mind. Take care of where you are. Right. Because it's, it is important to everybody. And, and collectively, you are doing something when you do that. Yeah. Right? But yep. when we sit there and we're trying to tell people in, in Washington or Maine or Florida what they're doing, what do you... What, I don't know what's going on there. I'm far from it, you right. know. But I like there. I like going. I'd like to go up there, and yeah. see places, or over there, and see and see things there, and meet people. Right. And again, because they're different. So, I, I I just really, you know, we're definitely the independent thinking Texans. We are the independent thinking Texans. <laughs> you don't get that sure. much here, you know. Yeah. No. Actually, yeah. actually, do you think people here in Texas? Do you think? There are a lot of independent thinkers that really oh, are more absolutely, in the absolutely, man. You know, and uh, this is something I kind of wanted to talk to you about this evening, you know, is that Texas is split. It's a purple state. No doubt about it. We are a purple state right now. That's what we, that means? It, split? Purple? Uh, yeah, I don't know that's if that's what that means, but that's what I would call it. Okay, we're, we're yeah. About, we're half good. red and half blue. We're a dang purple state right now, <laughs> you know? I mean, really, you can't call... Right. You can't really say Texas is majority one way or the other. I totally agree. I mean, agree except with you. for maybe by like two percent, but you know, it's like, come on, come on yeah. now, you know, yeah, yeah. we could be. We, Our we numbers could very might well, change that much this year. Yeah, we could very well be one election away from turning blue. We've got a government. We've got a, a gubernatorial election in two years. We could very well be looking at a, 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 a Democrat governor. Greg Abbott is not that popular in Texas no, right not. now. No, he's not. Okay. No, he's and not. And <laughs> so we could very well be looking at a Democrat governor because he's almost uh, he's almost the right he, candidate. He is You're one candidate be, away is what you yeah. are. One good right. candidate you know? away. And uh No, yeah, uh, what I was going to say is that we could really Texas could have an opportunity to turn I don't think they're going to turn gold, you know, libertarian. But I really do think that that they in Texas, you've got more of a potential of the Austinites and the more rural Texans to have probably. I, I guarantee you oh, that if music, I guarantee you music that if, alone, right through, yes, music if, brings if, us if a together. rural Texan was to meet an Austinite and someone from say like Los Angeles or uh, San Francisco. Oh, I I can guarantee you. There's no question as to who they're going to get along more yeah, with. Yeah, no, you're right. You know, uh, and that's that's a special thing about Texas. You know, is that you know people say that we're turning blue and that we're going to flip liberal. You know, but I I even think that the liberals in Texas might even be a little bit of a special breed of liberal. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. And, people uh, do think a little bit I, more. Know, than- I have. They like I have what they high like. hopes for yeah. Texas, no matter which way. It well, turns. and that's also why we really decided, like, because we had kind of just discussed this idea one time and thought, you know, that would be an interesting platform. Not because we're any experts in anything, but because maybe we do represent a movement in Texas where, like, I really try to, I'm, I and and you both, you know, I try to, come, I, I speak for myself, but I feel like you right. too is, I don't have a dog in the race. You know, I want to see people have a happy life and, right. and be the best they can. And, you know, if there's certain aspects of the American dream that I act absolutely believe in, and there's certain aspects that I think are probably a little sketchy, you yeah. know? Uh, I mean, like, for instance, we all buy, like, all kinds of stuff. This is my personal thing. Right. One of the things is, like, we all buy all these types of stuff. We're like, American dream, open yeah. up your stores, let's get all, buy all this junk. And then you look at the sides of the, the highways, 
Right. And you see how trash they are. You know, that's a, I I can't stand that. But, you know, that's my, that's, you know, uh, either, either way, man, I feel like I just want people to be happy and to be able to live their lives. If that's the cost that I have to pay to see people be happy on both sides, that's not a, we can fix, we can fix those things, man, you know, but, uh, you know, I, I do think that, that it's good to see things somewhere in the middle. And maybe in some ways, going back to the conversation we had before, uh, and I'm not saying being a moderate, old-school Republican or Democrat. I'm saying right. really think about things logically in life and quit playing for candidates and quit playing for people and really start playing for good ideas that we could have to help people out if that's what we're going to do, if that's right. the mission, you know. uh yep. Let's do that. And I think that's kind of what we're trying yes. to do here. And that was the basis yes. of what we were doing is thinking independently, thinking outside the box right. that we're all forced to think <clears throat> in. Yeah, we are the independent thinking Texans. We're not the Republican thinking Texans or the Democrat thinking Texans. We're not even the libertarian thinking Texans. Though, I, you know, I'm sure that's probably where both me and you lean. Uh, don't, you know, I hope none of our listeners come here expecting us to draw some hard party line, even the Libertarian Party line, because believe me, I don't draw a hard Libertarian Party line, you know. Uh, But, you know, that's not what we're about here. Here we're about really just looking at stuff for the way it is and understanding the world for the way it is and understanding that the world's not going to be the perfect utopia that all of us envision in our minds, you know. Yeah. And then you'll get our steady opinion on top of it. That's exactly Ooh, right. Yeah. We sit here <laughs> and we solve all the world's problems. Yeah, well, here's another thing. Okay, so um, in, in marijuana, uh, marijuana in Texas is is illegal. We've been through this already, okay? Yes. Uh, which is a, a bogus thing. It's a shame. I mean, it's a shame, right? It's a shame. It really especially is a shame. for the fact, I, you know, especially for the fact that you can drink energy drinks <clears throat> and beer and liquor and smoke cigarettes. I mean, it's a shame for, oh, for you know, it, there's no and, reason. But real quick, I'm going to ask this question and you can go off on a tangent. Oh boy. Vaping versus if it was <laughs> if it was legal and you could go and you yeah. had the choice, you were going to, you know, go, you know, what do, what do you prefer? Vaping versus smoking versus eating? cannabis what do you what do you think well i would probably just stick old school you know smoking it wooden uh, pipe would, you know the old yeah the good old good old just good old bowl you yeah, know yeah i like, yeah, never real. pass down a good old bowl you know yeah. uh but uh stick to the coconut you know, bowl. yeah the vaping <laughs> the vaping is uh tastes good definitely tastes good tastes yeah. tastes better uh Little curious it hurts, about it. Yeah, it's it hurts my lungs. Yeah, you know, hurts yeah, my lungs. You really a draw. Bit. You have to draw yeah, hard. And there's something about like there's a difference between the moisture of the vape and just the dry smoke from smoking it. I don't See. know. There's a, there's a difference there for me. Anyway, uh, but uh, now have but, you ever yeah. had genuine edibles from like a store like in a in a legalized state to where? Yeah, you're... no, yeah. When I was in Colorado, okay, we did do we do uh, we did get some edibles and uh, they were just like the ten milligram yeah. ones though. You know, they were yeah, just like yeah, the yeah. little. They were they. I don't think they were enough. I didn't yeah. really feel much of yeah. nothing out. I I I need to. I there's need to a different go back process. and get some better ones. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, there's a different process yeah. with with edibles too. But yeah, I I think I prefer. I probably would always prefer. You know, smoking old school, man. I mean, that's yeah. the, kind of the, you know, watching the plant grow and then chilling with the old pipe, man. You right. know, if I'm, but I mean, I do understand. And I even like like the CBD oil, like oh, you yeah. drop under your tongue or 
taking it and things. Like, I mean, I've gotten, I've actually become much more into that, especially like running and exercising all the right. time, man. I use that quite a bit. Do you? Yeah, yeah I actually CBD, do. Huh? Yeah, I do. I think that's actually pretty good stuff, and I think there could be something to that when we talk about why people like cannabis so much or why people like marijuana, whatever you want to call it. Right. Uh, certain people, I've had people kind of get after me for calling it marijuana. They're like, it's yeah, cannabis it's plant. Can, yeah. But uh, either way, whatever, Mary Jane, baby. <laughs> Mary Jane, yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I think there's certain aspects of it that, you know, we've always argued, you know, there's there's something medicinal in this, there's something medicinal in this, and they're really, they're, it's already proven now that there really are. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. so I think that's already been proven but I'm not saying that, right. you know, I get it. You know, some people no. just want to get high too, you know, and it's yeah. a different thing. But And some people do, I think, ramp up the medicinal uses just a little bit when it comes to like how some people try and pass it off as like the cure to cancer. It's not. Totally. You know, totally you know, right. to get a, you know they should just put it on the table that, you know, marijuana or cannabis or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> uh, it It's not. It, I don't think it cures anything you know all it really it's medical use is to alleviate the symptoms of certain diseases and illnesses which is a good thing i mean i've seen the videos of the of the people with the uh what's it when you shake parkinson's i think when you is that the one where you shake real bad yeah uh i watched a video and seizures as well right oh yes and the people who have the seizures it, it absolutely helps them but i know that the guy with the parkinson's the in the video he takes it and just Within a minute, he goes from just shaking almost uncontrollably, you know, well, uncontrollably shaking, to uh, just being able to sit there and relax. And I mean, yeah. and, and that—that's well, even that's CBD. Amazing. See, even CBD. That's, amazing, I, that, that's, that's what I use it for. Thing, you know, I use it for the most for that because I've used it for other things, and I, I think the method in which you use it, and the company in which you get it from, and all this stuff matters too. Right. But. Uh, I have these these I have Willie's Reserve. Yeah. You know, honestly, <laughs> drop oils. Uh, this oil just you you drop take one drop under the tongue, or you could put a couple of drops in a in a drink or something like that. But dude, it it like if I before I go to sleep or something. Yeah. It's great, man. And really? so I actually enjoy taking stuff like that. Like if there was a store and I could go choose, I'm I would not. I might change my mind. Right. You know, there might be something out there that, that comes out that's like, oh, man, this is a great way to get the best qualities out of this yeah. as I get older. Yeah. I don't know. But every now and then, I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna hit the coconut bong, dude. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then the, uh, here's the next part of this segment. We'll, move on. we'll keep yeah. moving on. We're doing good. Uh, we try to keep it inside of an hour if we can, but we right. do our best. Uh, vaping uh, versus, I mean, uh, let's see, we got, uh, oh, okay, oh, favorite Texas rather. beer. Oh, yes, the Texas beer. Favorite uh, Texas beer, man. Well, Ooh. anyone who's ever hung out with me for for, for a while knows that I'm, I am I like Lone Star. Get Lone so Star I'm a, probably, guy. I'm a little... Straight I'm Lone little, Star, not light. Lo- yeah, not light, not light. Red Lone Star. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, so I'm a little biased there. I'm a Lone Star guy. Uh, you know, uh, I do like Shiner. I do like Shiner. Shiner's a good one. Uh, and there's all sorts of little independent breweries that I've tried. To I, you know, not, they're all got a weird name to them. I yeah, don't. I can't. I've I can't think mine. of any of the names. My off favorite. The top of my my head. favorite man. Yeah. Real ale. Real Blanco, ale. Texas. Yeah. And yeah. I, let me tell you something. I actually go play in breweries a lot and get paid by them. Right. I love all of them. They all have spectacular. I've never been to a microbrewery here in Texas. 
that I played at where I had a beer from there that I was like, oh, that wasn't good. Like, yeah, there there are some really good breweries around in the small towns in the hill country for sure. Oh yeah, but um, real ale, uh, man, they, I don't know. I went there one time a long time ago, and they don't this. I don't get. I've ne- I've never played there. I've never been paid anything by them. I just like it because right. uh, they don't pasteurize their beer. They do, there's certain things they don't do to it. It just tastes different, you know. And huh. I got the first one I got was the Honey Brown, and right. uh, I just fell in love with that beer, man. I just that was it, you know. I was like that one's good. Not to where I drank it, but when I did get beer, I got that one as you uh, crack it. As I crack <laughs> one, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. That one's good, but and then so one time I was doing radio and uh, I just went there because I was like trying to like see if maybe there's places that I could get sponsorships for my show I was doing. I was doing the Texas Music Hour, right? <laughs> and uh, I went there. It was a Tuesday and they were closed. They were obviously closed. And I yeah. walked up and I was like, "Oh, bummer!" But there was some employees sitting outside, and I was like, "Oh man, y'all are closed today." I didn't know, and they're like, "Yeah, what's your name, man?" I was like, oh, "I'm Boone." And they're like, "Oh, nice to meet you. Like, you want to come in? You want to <laughs> see the place?" And they didn't even know, I mean, yeah. they, from anything right. what I was doing. And uh, they showed me around, man. They said, what beer do you drink? And uh, I told them which one of my favorite was. They, they gave me a beer. They gave me a tour for, for nothing, oh, man. man. They took me around the whole thing, showed me the, showed me how it works, the operating system, you know, sanitation, everything. It was spectacular, wow. man. It That's was awesome. awesome. And awesome. It, it ended up coming out that I was, I worked for the radio station in Fredericksburg and yeah. you know, it was, uh, dude, it was great. And so then I like really fell in love and I thought, man, no matter what. So last weekend, this is coming back around full circle. So last yeah. weekend, my wife and I at this place I play at, uh, my wife came with me and it was kind of this party thing. And, uh, on, on the table, they had all these different options to drink. And right. I just had, was going to have one drink. My wife was going to have one drink, and that's it, right? And uh, on it, they had the real ale uh, whiskey. They just brewed their first whiskey oh, like wow. uh, like a year ago. Yeah. And and this is, you know, I don't know how many batches they've had now, maybe a dozen, but right. I hadn't tried it yet, and I've been wanting to, man. I, I took some go. swigs of that. Good stuff. Beautiful, man. I felt great, dude. I nice. felt great. I really did. You know, and I don't, I don't really love to drink that much, but man... I was feeling I was feeling smooth. And Have you get, ever tried uh, uh, 1836 whiskey? Maybe I'll have to. Yeah. We'll have to get a bottle and yeah. drink it one night yeah. here. Yeah, you know? one day. Yeah, we'll have to. That's what you start doing is having some whiskey on the table for our podcast. Yeah, we yeah. should. Yeah, I'd yeah, do it. Absolutely, I'm down yeah, with absolutely. it. All right, well here we go, man. Would you rather? Yeah. I tried to make it more. Uh, a little bit less aggressive with the violence this time, oh, just for this week, and uh, just I'll go back to it. And also, I, I try to make it more Texas related, relatable this time, as much as I can. Uh, so, number one, would you rather go to Big Bend? Are you familiar with Big Bend National Park, State Park, actually, a little bit? I've actually never been there. But but are you familiar with it? You know the oh, mystique yes, I know of it. Of it. Okay. I know of it. Are you yes. familiar with Palo Duro Canyon? I'm sure I've probably seen pictures. I, I or believe something. I believe it's the second largest canyon. In, in in America, behind okay. the Grand Canyon, it's in oh, North wow. Texas, by outside of Amarillo, and it's beautiful. Okay, so would you rather? And I'm telling you, it's enchanted. Yeah. Both of them are enchanted. But right. would you rather knowing what you would you rather go to Big Bend or Palo Duro Canyon, knowing what you know now about them? Huh. Probably the canyon. Yeah. Because I'd lo- I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that. Yeah. I- I've never been to the Grand Canyon. 
And now that I know that the the second biggest canyon in the United States, I is believe just it right is up Fact in North Texas. Yeah, I might, yeah. I uh, could be off, but now it's that out I there. know that's just right North Texas. I might just have to make a trip up there and check yeah. it out. Yeah, I need to go check out Ben uh, Big Ben too. I really have not. I've been all up around. Uh, Northeast Texas and East Texas and down by Corpus Christi and Houston and out in the eastern piney woods and stuff. Go west. But I have not been west. Man, I need you've to, got go west. to go west. Yeah. Go, drive to Del Rio one day and then and then you stay on 90, go through the Border Patrol, leave, stay on 90, head west. Yeah. And eventually, after about 30 minutes or so, you're going to hit a bridge over the Pecos River, the Pecos River Bridge crossing there. Right. I'm telling you, man, it is magical. Uh, it is absolutely magical. I've it is heard another. Good things about West Texas. West Texas. Then you get into yeah. Alpine. We've talked about it on here before, but it's beautiful. I, yeah. I think, though, in this situation, just because I, Big Ben is beautiful and I'd go there anytime ever, but I really want to go to Polidoro Canyon. Like, that's yeah. one that just sticks out to me that I think this place is kind of a. People don't talk about it a lot. Yeah, I've never People heard of it. People do not talk about it a lot. It's a very large park. It's big. Huh. It's spacious. It's huge. And, uh, man, it's it's rough. I'm sure the train up there is rough. It's outside of Amarillo, so it's probably very windy. And, right. you know, you have to succumb to the elements a little bit. But, yeah. man, I really want to go. That's one that's on my list. Yeah. So I'm taking Polydoro Canyon, too. All right, number yeah. two. Would you rather go to Caddo Lake or Toledo Bend? And for, for those who don't know, and you might not know, and I actually brought this one up for you in case okay. you didn't know. Caddo Lake is the only real lake in Texas. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, okay, and that's what it looks natural, like. It's a natural lake. Look at that on the northeast Texas Louisiana uh, border. Look at that. That's pretty cool. Isn't that's that beautiful? The cypress trees all growing up. Isn't that beautiful? And y'all can't wow. see it, but look it up. Look up Caddo Lake. Huh. Beautiful. And then this is Toledo Bend. Toledo Bend is the largest reservoir in Texas, and it sits right on. The Louisiana Texas border going down into Beaumont and into the right. Gulf, and it's huge. Huh. So, would you rather go yeah. spend a few days on at Caddo Lake or Toledo Bend? I'd have to go to Caddo Lake, man. I, I, I just with the pictures you just showed me, I think that uh, the Caddo Lake. You're, first of all, I'd love to visit the only natural lake in Texas because every lake I go to, I'm like, is this natural or man made? Yeah, they're always man made. Yeah. Always they man-made. made this hundred years yeah, ago. For always. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> damn it yeah. uh, damn it <laughs> but the only one that's the only now what what uh, separates a lake from a pond I wonder yeah you know, I, that's see Caddo question. Lake when you look that's at Caddo Lake question. it does look fairly it's, big it looks pretty big you can definitely navigate it by some yeah. type of looks you know, like a boat. big swamp yeah and it basically is yeah. I, th- I feel like it basically is because you get into the yeah. mangroves and stuff yeah. where you get into and you're not I guess I say mangroves, whatever it is, but you do get into the swamp of Louisiana, basically getting right. that close over there. Uh, very cool place. Uh, I'm I'm choosing Caddo Lake, but I'm saying if you don't know either of these places, if you like to wakeboard, go to Toledo Bend. Yeah. If you like the recreation, even if you like to catfish and things like that, probably Toledo Bend. But yeah. if you're a naturalist, if you want to go and like feel the ruggedness of kind of raw, probably wildlife and very preserved and yeah. very cl- clean park. Uh, I would say Caddo Lake, and I would choose Caddo Lake. That's like Palo Duro Canyon to me. It's on a bucket list for me, Texas bucket list for sure. I really want to go there, uh, Caddo Lake. Okay, here we go. Number three, would you rather go to a Willie Nelson concert 
or, and I'm going to add this one in, the front row seats at a Dallas Cowboys football game. Oh, man. I'd have to go to a, If I had the chance to go to a Willie Nelson concert, I'd totally go, man. I'd love to see him play before he... Before yeah. he's gone. You I'm know. going Willie all the way. Yeah, man. Plus, the I'd Dallas rather Willie... Cowboys game, as of right now, you'd probably just be disappointed <laughs> if you went to a Dallas Cowboys yeah, game, yeah. man. I'd go with, see yeah. Willie, and I've seen Willie multiple times, but I'd go yeah. see him again, man. He's always great to see, for sure. That's an easy one in Texas. Right. I feel like, for the most part, that wouldn't be unanimous, but I think a lot of people you spoke to, especially that had a music, that liked music, right. I feel like a lot of people would choose Willie, and the oh, fact yeah. that Willie's 86, 85, 86 years old. All right, here we go, and and on on par here, just because we love Willie Nelson, man. Uh, number four is: Would you rather smoke a joint at the White House or uh, live in a houseboat on the Laguna Madre for one month? Oh, man. Do you know what the Laguna Madre is? Laguna I, I can. Madre. I brought this up too. I believe is that in Texas. Yes, it is. And here it is: the Laguna Mon- the Laguna Madre is a long, shallow. Hypersaline Lagoon along the western coast of the Gulf of Mexico in these counties, Nueces, Kennedy, Clayburg, Willacy, and Cameron counties. Uh, it is very long. It is a 130-mile stretch of water that is right in between mainland Texas and Padre Island, what we all know as the Padre Island uh, Strip. Okay. I, I so know would you rather is. live in a houseboat on that large piece of bay, shallow bay, with all those uh. fish in it, or would you rather uh, smoke a joint at the White House, man? Oh, dude, I'd smoke a joint at the White House. <laughs> oh, me too. Oh, yes. for real. Me too. I oh, would uh, smoke damn. Oh, dude. Damn, right I don't know. Here. I would like to live in, in a houseboat. I mean, I the houseboat, eh. The, I mean, I don't know. I'm not, uh, I'm not, not that big guy? on salt water. I'm not yeah. that big yeah, of a okay. salt water okay. guy. Uh, I do enjoy. I've definitely. I've gone camping at the beach. We we like to go down Big Shell and go like 20 miles down, and we go camping. You know. Uh, for a weekend, not a not a month, uh, but uh, yeah, no, I'd 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 like to smoke a joint in the White House, and I mean, I'm pretty sure that weed's legal in the District of Columbia. I uh, think yeah. you can smoke a joint in the White House. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, I think I'd choose that too. But I would like to uh, live in a uh, live in a houseboat at some point in my life. But I like the ocean. I say that I don't know if I ever would, but it would be fun just to experience that. And I, and I but the thing about the ocean is the elements. Oh yeah. The element, especially down there, the elements are rough. Whether it's the sun or the wind or whatever it is, but man, to be that isolated in a place like that on right. the water, there's no isolation like that. I mean, there's no nature, and I, that's just yeah, complete isolation. Like oh, you man, can't I really get. And I, I think like people who sail around, I always find that really fascinating because you can go anywhere on the planet pretty much on land and be fairly close to another human in comparison right. to being in a sailboat oh, in the middle, in the of, middle the of the ocean. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, yeah, that's a... When you think about, like, the Pacific Ocean, think about how big... I mean, th- there's a certain, you know... If you look at the, the planet the right way, you see nothing but the Pacific Ocean. You know, yeah. I mean, it's that big. I that's mean, amazing. That's, that's incredible. That is, that's just hard to even oh, grasp. Yeah, you, you know? can't even grasp the vastness of that, you know. You are you like you uh, like space? You like outer space? Oh, I'm to- I, we should talk I, yeah. about that one episode we should, a little we should bit, do man. Just get into it. Episode. Yeah, because I, I really, I, I enjoy it. I just don't really know a whole lot about it. Oh, it, man. But I, I enjoy it. You see, right? It's behind the arcade machine right now. But yeah, I got a, I got a nice telescope in here. Yeah. Yeah, hey, we've looked through it before too. Yeah, yeah it's been cool, man. Uh, okay, so musicians of this week, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about uh, ZZ Top, man, because yeah. I think that we can't forget about a man. Oh, no, They've been dude, around for came for sunglasses, come right? On, Lagrange, yeah. Jesus, Jesus uh, is leaving Chicago, right? Uh, 1969 in Houston, Texas, is when they formed, man. So they're still strong. All three of them. What is it? Billy Gibbons, Dusty yeah. Hill, Frank Beard, and. Uh, Man, much respect to that band, dude. Oh, dude I know they're, they're, they're legends, they're, man. They're legends, man legends, for sure. Absolutely. Living legends, man. No doubt. Yeah. Shout out to them. And uh, then another one, and this is a, a friend of mine too, but he's also a great musician. And uh, his name is John Arthur Martinez. And his kind of cl- one of his first claim to fame was he finished second place on that show called Nashville Star yeah. in 2004 and got some notoriety for himself. But really, he really... Has he gives a lot of his credit, I believe. Well, at least I've spoke to him about uh, Cheatham Street Warehouse in San Marcos, Texas, was a big influence for him. But he kind of like does a little bit of like Tex-Mex. He has kind of that Augie Myers thing where um, he will sing Amarillo by morning. He'll see sing one verse in English, and then one verse in Spanish. Yeah, you know what I mean. And he's yeah. just got a great voice, dude. He's always got good people playing with him, and John. And he's just a a great human dude he's just a really good guy so i want to give a shout out and a great tennis player yeah. you don't hear that very much huh. and then and then one That's other person I, I yeah no fun he, fact yeah fun fact no dude and he gives he'll even give tennis lessons and been a tennis coach he's legit yeah. man he's he's legit he's a great guy and all around I, I love john arthur martinez a jam they call him and then another guy I didn't write down but i was thinking about the way here that i did want to uh, give a shout out to too is Willie Nelson, uh, his second youngest son. All of his kids, great musical talent. Uh, but Lucas Nelson, his second youngest son, came out with an album in January of this year called Turn Off the News and Build a Garden. And yeah. I just thought that was a great timing. A great, and, and if you want to yeah. listen to a good album, you know, look that up and, and look him up because he's really got a good grasp, I feel like, like on his, you know, thinking about all these problems yep. and shit, not letting it overwhelm you too much and stuff. But uh, right. now's your time, dude. If there's anything else that you want to talk about. <sighs> well, you were just talking about uh, ZZ Top. Uh, and I guess I'm going to bring up another one of my uh, favorite classic rock bands, and that is uh, ACDC. I don't know if you've heard. They've got a new album out. Have you heard really? that? Really? No. Yeah, they just put out a new album For called real? Power Up, man. No way. Uh, yeah, ACDC still going strong, dude. I mean, I mean, let's see. ACDC, they started in like 76, I think. I mean, they have been they've been trucking along, ready to tour. Uh, right? When's the last time they toured? I think uh, I, I think about probably about seven or eight years ago. I think ACDC yeah. did a tour, and then uh, for a little while they were saying that Brian Johnson, the lead singer, he's been the lead singer for for a very long time now. Uh, he uh, announced that he was going to retire because his vocal cords. I mean, come on, can you imagine? Screaming! Can you imagine his vocal cords? Oh my goodness! You know he made him do things that were just you know. I mean, just (laughs) night after night of just screaming over people, singing with you. You know, amazing. And uh, wow, he had he had announced that he was going to retire because his doctor had told him he you know he he should chill out on his voice. Uh, And I don't know if you'd heard, but. uh, Lead singer of who's the lead singer of Guns N' Roses? Uh, Axel uh, Axel, Axel Rose. Rose. Axel Rose had been announced as the new lead singer of ACDC. Really? And I was like, oh man, come on, you know, no. Axel Rose, like that? No, come on. But apparently, Brian Johnson is the lead singer of the new Power Up album. 
So uh, so they might not they might not so, go play a live show or anything again. Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna do the new any any live tours for this. I think ZZ Top uh, might play live very possible. I don't know really? I don't know if they do or not. But yeah, what, one thing they do is maybe when they come out with an album, especially when if things if they're allowed to get into a place where fans can be there or something, they might do like a release date, one date or something. ACDC. Yeah. So like just play a couple of songs, but it That'd depends cool, on how man. how he is. You yeah. Know? Uh, for sure, but that's awesome that they still do it. See, certain people are like, "Oh, at a certain point, you got to give it up." But I mean, I kind of disagree. I yeah. agree and I disagree. It depends right. what the person wants, what the band wants, what the group wants. But at the same time, that's a great stage in life too. You're going out. Yeah. How are you going oh, out? I, am. I mean, I think oh, everything yeah. Willie Nelson comes out with today is just as damn good, if not better, because you feel it. And uh, actually, Kinky yeah. Friedman. Is another kind of local guy that has a place yeah. close to here, the yeah, Utopia oh yeah. Animal Rescue. Uh-huh. And he's come out with a couple of new songs. You should look them up. Really? Uh, and he came out with one recently called uh, I Love Her When It Rains. And, man, it's a really good song. And, like, if you've listened to Kinky's old stuff, which is a lot yeah. of satire, like Asshole yeah. from El Paso and How Can I Tell You I Love You When You're Sitting on My Face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love Kinky, dude. I love Kinky, man. <laughs> I, tell, dude, I did some work not too long ago. Uh, I'm not even kidding, kidding you. I did some work not too long ago for for a couple uh, who live out west of uh, east of Bandera, and I was cleaning out their barn. And up in the barn, I found a bunch of kinky Friedman for governor election I'm stuff. They you, had the a signs. They he's had a legend. This. I was like, oh man. He's the man, dude. Kinky's the man, dude. I love. Yeah. I I think he's a great one, man. And, and but all those, but his new songs, man. He's good. And what I was saying too, though, is like he's in that phase of his life too, where it's like you know, what do I do? You know, I mean, should I? Make, and it's like, dude, put out some stuff. It's great that he puts out stuff because you hear it, like you can hear it in his voice, man. Yep. Just it's beautiful, man. I love. I love it. It'll always live on, man. I mean, you know, that's the phase we're all gonna hit. Right. You may as well let the voice crackle out. But if you don't want to do it anymore, ACDC is a lot different than storytelling and kind of, I mean, but right. maybe they could transition a little bit, like, if yeah. they could. But, I mean, man, if this is what you do, it's what you do. Right. Right? I mean, yeah. it's music. That's one of the beautiful things about music is, I mean, you can go out doing it. You may not go out doing it beautifully. Some right. perfect story. I mean, it may get rough. Look at Johnny Cash's last album. Oh, yeah. That's a perfect oh, that example. Probably, oh man, the Hurt album was probably one, his one of his best. Talk albums. about the Man yeah. in Black. You know, and it was just yeah. pain. It was just real. It was yeah. real pain. He's going out, and he left that to the world. There was no money involved in it. It <laughs> yeah. was just, you know, it's just he left that to the world. That's beautiful. We'll end on that, man. Yeah. That no, Johnny. That was a great, a great album. Yeah. Great, like, great place to end. Yeah. Well, we're gonna think independently, and maybe you should too. But either way, have a great one, and uh, until next time. We want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Independent Thinking Texans. A lot of times, you know, we may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing, but who really does in this world? It's a busy, busy place. Thank you so much for taking the time, though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself, always and forever. Have a great day.